Hey everyone, I'm Luke Gaston. You're listening to Goofin. Thanks for tuning in to Goofin. You're a little angry there. <laughs> yeah, thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks for being here. Hope you're all doing good. Hope you're doing well. I just have a few announcements before we start the show. We're going to have open mic comedy come back to the comedy for it. I'm going to be running that mic uh, every Monday, I think. And it's it's going to be an end of March, early April. I don't know. You didn't hear from me. I don't know. It's it's, it's bound to come back. I'm guessing spring. But uh, it's going to be crazy to see a year's worth of comics or people who have never done comedy all of a sudden come out all at once. Oh, man. the just It's just a tidal wave of dick jokes. It's going to be crazy. I like a good train wreck, so that'll be fun. But hey, let's get into the show! Uh, my guest today, super funny dude out of Denver, Colorado, one of my favorite comics uh, down there. And I was excited to have him on the show. He has a cool podcast called OK Ringo. He hosts with Harrison Garcia, another Denver comic. Uh, and they're funny as hell. Let's hear it for Edward Bell. Goofin'. Goofin'. No? Just goofin'. Uh- <laughs> dude, your beard is fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh, dude, it's it's so bad. It is out of control. I can't eat anything anymore. It just gets stuck in there. Yeah, soup and I haven't, cheese bagels. I, yes, soup, any sort of pasta. It, yeah, it's it's a terrible idea. I hate it, actually. It's just I haven't cut it since this whole pandemic thing. So I'm almost out of year. Wow. Did I see? I saw you in September, I think, at the Flyco. Yeah, and it was long, but I'll, I'll, but all of a sudden, it just it really drops <laughs> after it got some weight behind it. You look it's like ridiculous. Robin Williams in Jumanji, like when he's like, what year is it? Yeah, I look like Castaway. I look like <laughs> yeah, anything, any deranged guy. I look like I've been spending a lot of time outside. That's <laughs> that's for sure. Do you are you still dating your lady? I am our oh. lady. Yeah, you can. Man, you if, can if, be that, if you it. weren't, what a dumb way to <laughs> ask that question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, well, it worked out. No, I've, I've been dating her a long time, so that's a pretty, pretty safe question. How long have you been dating her? Uh, nine, nine years. I'm going to go nine. Yeah, <laughs> a long time. We just have, like, I sit, when I first saw your, like, post about your girlfriend and your dog, I'm like, are you, are you is my girlfriend and dog cheating on me? Because they look exactly the same. Oh, absolutely. Sometimes I accidentally like pictures of your dog because I think my girlfriend posted pictures of our dog and I was supposed to like it, you know? <laughs> They look exactly. I even showed my girlfriend a picture of your girlfriend and uh, your dog, and and she was like, "Yeah, that is exactly the same." <laughs> yeah, well, that's fun, dude. What have you been up to? You've been doing shows. You've been you've been. So I was I was keeping it locked down pretty tight for a minute, um, but then my girlfriend got the vaccine, and now now I'll do shows. But I I haven't really done that many in a while. I did one a week or two ago, but before that, it had been like November. Yeah. No one's popping off right now. No one's like, yeah, I got a show every night, man. No, definitely not. Definitely not. It was uh, it was a little weird. That was probably the longest I've ever stopped doing stand-up since doing stand-up. But Do you feel like you've fun. wilted? Wilted away a little bit? Uh, I mean, the memory is not there. Like, I actually have to practice my jokes ahead of time where I used to never have to do that. Uh, but I also feel like the the crowds are a lot nicer than they used to be. They're so just nice. Everyone's so happy. Happy. Yeah, to be they're out. so grateful. Yeah. Like, wow, this guy sucks, but I'm happy to be here. You know, like it's. Yeah, I mean, the bar is very low. <laughs> <laughs> I've been noticing that too. Any any show I've done in the past like six months has just been like, we're so happy you're here. Have you been doing a bunch of shows? Not in the past. I mean, I. I'm like, I'd be, I'd say I'm like a middle tier kind of guy when it comes to the virus where I'm like, yeah, you probably shouldn't go out all the time and see these people and kind of keep a pot of people you hang out with if you want, but also you shouldn't like, I, I don't know. I think you just shouldn't do like, I'm not telling about how they do things, but like I do shows I think are safe basically. Not yeah, like totally. That, yeah, I mean, that if, makes sense. If it's, if it's like a. Hey man, like secret show, and it's just no masks and no one's giving a shit. Like I just want to be around people who give a shit about it, you know? Yeah, you definitely have to try. That's, yeah, just try. <laughs> that's like the main requirement. <laughs> just try. Yeah. yeah, I feel like it is safe if you do a show. I mean, technically, it would be safe if you did a show every two weeks. I mean, that would be not too bad. Safe, but yeah, yeah. Well, isn't that the incubation period still? Or have they changed that? I don't know. I don't know. And there, the there's new strains. One gives you, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's gotten to the point where there's so much information about it. You're like, I don't, 
I'm just you're right. Yeah, I don't know it. any of it. Yeah, you <laughs> you don't know any of it. <laughs> I don't know any of it. I I didn't pass science in high school, so I I'm I checked out. They were like, "Hey, it's a bad virus," and I'm like, "I believe you." That's I believe you. Yeah, I didn't mean that's what it comes to know. invisible things. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, I, how am I supposed to know? Were you bad at science? I was shitty at science as well. Yeah, I was so bad. I think I got a D in chemistry and I failed physics. So nice. that's most of science, I feel. I like. only passed physics because my football coach was from high school was the teacher. Nice. I, I were, like, were you I, captain of the football team? No, I was just like <laughs> the meathead. <laughs> yeah, I was like, we can't let this kid get fluck. <laughs> no, no, it was actually kind of funny because he would he would be like, I, he like so he'd be like giving us the equation like so why uh how do you solve this equation and i'd be like uh i like raise my hand and be like i don't know this and he's and he just like i'd tell him an answer and he just pause and go like no stupid and then he would just go to the next student that's hilarious because yeah we just have that relationship <laughs> yeah that's cool yeah I, uh my i got a i got a d in chemistry because of an extra credit project i did we celebrated this thing called mole day in high school I don't even remember what it was because mold day, mold day. I can't is even remember mole or mold, like mold like wine. Mold. No, like mole, like the the little uh, rodent <laughs> thing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why we celebrated. Now that I'm saying it, it, it doesn't bring back any memories why we did it. But uh, I made a music video for it, and because I did that, my teacher felt so bad that she gave me a D minus. <laughs> Wait, you made a music video for your chemistry project? Yep, yep, I did. <laughs> it was like funny and stuff, but yeah, I mean, it's probably pretty cringy if I found it anywhere now. That's so funny. <laughs> a D minus. Wow. And that was her being nice. That's. Yeah, I was really bad. I, I took a chemistry test one time. I remember I wrote down the number seven for an answer and somehow it was right. And she just circled it and wrote how because <laughs> i had no work yeah. I, I just but how? wrote seven yeah but how <laughs> like she just didn't believe i got to it and she was right you're trying to what's it called uh, a beautiful mind or something like that with her I, you... hey man i was shooting my shot <laughs> <laughs> just blank stare write all the answers out and then just to look at her like it just it's right i know came came to me uh <laughs> did you go to college I did, but I didn't do, I didn't really have to do science in college because you get to kind of choose whatever yeah. classes you want. So only I took environmental science, which was just rocks. <laughs> so I can memorize rocks. Yeah. You smoke weed and look at trees. Yeah. That's a good one. Exactly. <laughs> what did you study in college? I did audio engineering. So I, I was going to music school and then I was like, music, that's hard. I'm just going to learn how to record the music <laughs> instead. Nice. Are you doing any of that now or? Um, no, I kind of stopped doing that when I started comedy because they're kind of at the exact same time. You have to be willing to work at night. Oh, really? I don't know. It kind of ran its course for me. Yeah. I mean, unless you do like studios. I did mostly live performances. I actually worked for as an audio engineer for a while. Doing like, I did mostly stuff for universities, though. I would like record like orchestras and like jazz combos and stuff. Radical. That helps. Yeah, with- it was comedy cool yeah i guess <laughs> <laughs> well honestly dude no i've had shows where like i when i first started producing shows and like have my own sound equipment and everything i had like a few shows at the beginning where i'm like oh i don't know the fuck i'm like all the reverb i had a mic that was cutting oh, in and out of the show i was just like oh it's the worst feeling too and you're in the back of the room and everyone's like knowing this is bad and you're like there's nothing you can do because someone's on stage you can't just go like all right i don't know how to fix this but i don't want to interrupt but fuck it was the worst well you just have to go over there and look like you're twiddling knobs as long as you just act like you're doing it people think you're <laughs> you're fixing yeah. it yeah but it's hard for someone to tell jokes when some jackass poking around back like do yeah that's i mean at least with stand-up it's usually only the one mic so there's not that many feedback issues. Yeah, I just, I fucked it up so bad. I had one speaker that was like all the way up and then another one that wasn't. Oh, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, that works out. It's day one and day one of audio engineering. Don't do that shit. Probably. Hell yeah. 
Yeah, day one, you actually you just coil the, the cable for a whole day, and I'm not even kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they make you learn how to coil up the cable. And some people couldn't do it, and that was the end of audio engineering for them. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's sick, dude. Are you, are you still doing a podcast? Are you still podding? I am still podding, still doing the OK Ringo pod with Harrison Garcia. Nice. I've listened uh, to a few. Hell yeah. yeah. We, you've never listened. That's cool. That's, that's I've never listened. listened. Yeah. I appreciate it. <laughs> I listened to the first one. Uh, the 40. <laughs> no, I listened to the first one and uh, you, yeah. guys, you released it like way was, later, but you were talking was, about early pandemic stuff. Yeah, for sure. We, uh, we recorded them all in like one big chunk of time and eventually we stopped talking about the pandemic. So it stops mattering. But we just thought it was funny to release them anyway, because no one listens to the first 1,000, I'm pretty sure. So, yeah, I wasn't too worried about it. You sell out slowly picking up listeners every week, which I'm surprised. I think you just have to keep releasing it. Then, I don't know, in Indonesian search bot robots find it or something. <laughs> yeah, I had a friend who has like a podcast and it's it's not doing well anywhere except Russia killing it in russia <laughs> that's awesome yeah what's the what's the topic of the podcast i think it's just bartending it it's just bartending, bartending? yeah so yeah, it makes sense yeah it's just vodka yeah vodka yeah i just picture a bunch of russians like in front of a ham radio that's how they get their podcast in russia for sure <laughs> they're still using cold war technology yeah where's the okay ringo what does that come from uh well we were just trying to come up with a name and then I think he suggested something Beatles related that was horrible. And I just said, instead of okay, boomer, I just said, okay, Ringo. It's just a euphemism for calling someone an idiot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Doesn't really mean anything. It's funny though, because people accidentally listen to it thinking it's going to be a Beatles podcast. And then that gets us one more list. Oh, Ringo. That kind of, okay. Is it, exactly. Is, forgive me. I'm, I'm, I grew up listening to metal and like Gwen Stefani, which is a weird mix, but like I've never really gotten into the Beatles. I mean, that's fine. Uh, cool. I'm glad you have that reaction. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you tell I'm some people like, that and they get it. They're like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah, absolutely. People think it's like the greatest band ever, which they're pretty good. They, you know, had 36 hits or whatever, but <laughs> if you don't, if you didn't listen to it when you were young, you're probably not going to dig it when you're older. What yeah. metal did you listen to? Uh, Metallica, the Metallica, first metal okay. band, but not really. Uh, you know, Dio, Killswitch Engage. Oh, nice. Uh, um, yeah, those are some hits. My band in high school got to open up for Killswitch Engage. No shit. Where? It was. Uh, yeah, I played. I at the rave in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. We oh, had, like, so you, once you, were you? You grew contest. up there. No, I grew up in Iowa, but it's like four hours away from where I grew up. So we just entered some contest and, and won. How was that concert? It was really cool. I mean, we got to play like <laughs> when you win a contest to open up for a band, you get to play when the doors open. So like people are walking in and like, oh, I didn't even expect music to be playing. And then when you're done playing, then that's when the people have, you know, are actually in the building. <laughs> but the concert was really cool. It was, uh, they did great fun fun time the kill switch engage live show growing up i loved it because it was a bunch of like dudes playing like like you know some crazy metal crazy riffs getting at it but they're all acting like goobers on stage like wearing pink dresses and shit yeah they were they didn't take themselves too seriously which is good because a lot of ba metal bands in particular take themselves very seriously what did you play i played bass and i, I screamed <laughs> 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 i played the scream <laughs> you know someone's gotta do it it's hard i don't know how people do that night after night i i don't even know if i could do it anymore but yeah it takes practice for sure otherwise you like blow out your vocal cords there was some dvd yeah. that was out at the time i think it was called like the zen of screaming or something like that. i remember I looking that up i was like i'm gonna do this i'm gonna go be a metal singer but yeah, everybody did it Everybody mm -hmm. did it when it came out, and it, it did help for sure. It was some vocal teacher or whatever, but yeah, it's pretty goofy to sit there and watch a DVD to learn how to scream. <laughs> well, it's where else you're gonna learn if you want to learn how to scream properly. It's not like there's like a a wing in your local musician hall that's like dedicated. Right? Towards. Yeah, they don't teach that. 
Yeah, you don't teach that in music school. <laughs> you can't major what, in screaming. screaming what are some of the lyrics from one of your... What is one of the, the hooks from one of your old songs? Because usually uh, the metal lyrics are I, hilarious. <laughs> oh, absolutely. The first one that I ever wrote was the worst one by far. I was like 13 or 14, and it was just called Can You See the Blood? <laughs> <laughs> just the absolute worst that's so good (laughs) yeah it was real bad real real bad but iowa is like where slipknot's from so metal is big there i I think mostly because everybody works construction is really angry about it rage oh have you ever worked a construction job no, I haven't, and, but it seems very difficult. I think I'd get tired very easily. I, I used to, and it's like you just, you throughout the day, just something happens that's just annoying. Like you're, you drop your hammer or some shit down something, and you're just like, fuck, you know? It's, yeah. uh, you're just, <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine how angry I would get. <laughs> <laughs> Dropping your hammer off like a, a ladder or something, I would, it would, my day would be over <laughs> i've been watching tobias livingston or no, I, I don't just go to the club and watch him make shit but he, he's been helping make the comedy fort over up north here uh, right. comedy club and he i remember like one day watching him like we were, I just was helping out with the club one day and he's in the back just yelling fuck shit and he's like trying to get the, <laughs> he's trying to get these this plumbing thing he's like this is the wrong fucking thread i gotta go back to fucking ace some that's oh, a man yeah, that would kill me. Everyone's dad that I knew that did construction at some point, they like tragically injured themselves. Like they fell off a ladder or you know, broke a rib somewhere or another. Never, never was a good luck. Yeah. That's when Affleck started coming through. Right. <laughs> we had fucking my old job. I, I used to make broad sculptures and it's like, it's just, it's basically just glorified boot work, you know? Uh, because like you tell people like yeah I, I make drywall they're like oh okay but if you tell people you make bronze sculptures they're like oh but it's the same rigmarole. It and seems one, a lot more artistic. Yes, yeah, so art not really. It's really just the art's already made. <laughs> you just got to make it again. But uh, what was it? The we had a meeting one day where it was like Affleck came in, like an Affleck rep came in, and was just giving us a spiel, and it was just like. She was like, yeah, so in case something bad happens, like leaning into it and you want to get paid still, <laughs> just like, fuck, man. <laughs> Don't remind That's us that so we're funny. all banking on our bodies, not fucking up. Did she sit there and break down what each body part's worth? I love when they do that. They're like a finger, 10,000, a hand, 50,000. <laughs> she might as uh, well. Have. A leg, that is 250,000. <laughs> yeah, just saying shit like, did you know that the amount of force it takes to bite through a carrot is the same to bite through your finger just good to know yeah i've heard that but i I don't believe that maybe it would break your finger but i don't think it's going through the skin are you gonna try i've tried that too i'm like i'm gonna fucking try and bite this like i'd bite a carrot but now i've heard you mentally can't do it i definitely can't do it but uh, (laughs) i heard that your body will reject it or something i don't know know where i heard that what about that 127 hour guy that's yeah, I think he used a knife. I don't think he oh. nibbled. <laughs> nibble. <laughs> yeah, that was the whole thing because it was like a really good advertisement for Swiss Army or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I made a no, I didn't make a video. I, I think it'd be funny to make a video of have you ever gotten that when you're like you're like snuggling in bed with your lady or whoever and like your arm gets falls asleep because they're laying on Absolutely. it. Absolutely. I feel like that 127 hours every time. It's like, no, because she'll be sleeping or something like that. Yeah, I've woken up where it's completely asleep and it freaks me out uh, because I feel like I don't know if the circulation is ever going to come back. (laughs) Have you ever seen one of those goofy beds? Have you seen one of those goofy beds where they put the slits in it where you could throw your arm in it? Yeah, it's like one of those like made for TV things. I don't think it's off. There's a sheet. like a spooning bed. (laughs) Yeah, you put your arm through. Yeah, it probably didn't work because otherwise maybe it would have taken off. But Man. yeah, there's a lot Pretty of that goofy. stuff. There's a lot of accessories you can put in your bed. Like there's side sleeping pillows. Uh, there's you can like get a pillow that's shaped like a person to spoon with. Yeah, that's real creepy. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, they're humping that. Yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> you got yeah. a pillow shaped like a person. You're humping yeah. that. 
I just imagine sleep with a sex doll every night. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost the same thing. <laughs> I feel like they're probably pretty realistic now. Not that I've seen them or anything. Not but that I've the, got the sex dolls we had growing up, man. They were pretty rough. Not that I know, but the <laughs> the fucking I love, <laughs> the I love seeing ball. Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> but now that they they have like actual clubs, like you can go to Vegas and you can go to a place where they have like this robot thing that you hang out with, or you know, air quotes, hang out with, uh, in the back for a lot of money, and. Man, someone has to clean those things, you know? That's a job. That's, yeah, that's disgusting. Robot Brothel, though, pretty cool name for a band. That's... <laughs> we are Robot Brothel. Metal band. <laughs> would, it, would it be a metal band? I don't think it would be. No, nah, I don't know. It, it seems like it'd be some nerd keyboard shit or something. Yeah, it'd be like an anime fusion. There's a projector with some cartoons going on behind it or something. Yeah, have you ever been to one of those? I mean, you 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 were in the band scene, but there's some bands you see live, and you're like, oh, this is not going any more than here tonight. This is the last show probably of this band. Oh yeah, I mean, I did sound for local bands for years also, and that's most of the bands you see. <laughs> <laughs> that's rough. You just watch a lot of dreams dreams die to an empty room. Yeah, it's like Tool, but bad, like worse. <laughs> right. Yeah, anytime people are trying to combine genres, you find out there's a reason nobody has combined those genres. It's like reggae, but pop punk. Yeah, that'd be rough. Where, where do you land on pop punk? Pop punk? Oh, I love it. Yeah? I, I mean, right now I look like the third guitar player in any pop punk. Band, <laughs> yeah, I, I was totally into the the, <laughs> the Warp Tour scene. I think that's our generation, because how old are you? I am 29. I'm almost 29 as well. So yeah, it's a there's a specific age range where the people, I think it's like 32 to like 28, that are all like, Blink-182, man. Right on. Yeah, absolutely. Spotify told me I was in the top 1% of listeners of Blink-182, and I was like, I think I got to stop listening to Blink-182. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not proud I listen to pop punk, but it's definitely one of my favorite genres. Yeah, I dip into it. And it's one of those things where it's like, it feels like I'm doing something naughty. I'm like, oh, I shouldn't be, I shouldn't be listening to this, but I am. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I feel like it's our generation's hair metal. So <laughs> it just, it doesn't age well, you know? Oh, it doesn't. And the, the, the problem is too, it feels like a lot of those bands are like in a time capsule where like, if you listen to their old stuff, you're like, okay, this is, you know, this is what it is. But like, when you see them like release an album in like 2021, you're like, no stop it right because you can't do it you can't be wearing the the girl pants and the eyeshadow still and sing about the the girl you yeah see about the girl you met oh i loved you i met you at the park like that's not it looks bad when you're in your 40s (laughs) (laughs) yeah absolutely it's not a good look at all singing about leaving your hometown it's like dude you are 35 you can leave your hometown whenever you want anytime (laughs) I'm stuck in my mom's basement. Oh, it's going. All right. I think it came back. Now I can hear you. Can you we're hear alive. You? We're alive. We're good. Yeah, we're back. We're okay. Back. Don't cut this out. This is the good uh, stuff. This is the, <laughs> this is the cream. <laughs> yeah, I feel I'm, I'm, I'm kind of jealous of a lot of musicians because they can just feel like, well, we'll just set up in our own ho- comfort, our homes and just do a couple concerts for a couple hundred thousand people. But like for comedians, it's like, well, I'll get in a room of 100 people and hear silence after I say a bunch of words. For sure. And at least music's still fun when you play it by yourself. But doing comedy to yourself is just it, it's not comedy anymore. It's real sad. <laughs> it's turned to drama. It's so sad. It is the difference between being hilarious and having a room full of people and not. It's like being hilarious and having a good time to like you're a, you're a crazy person. You're a sad, crazy person. Absolutely. Yeah, I've been... I mean, this is the first Zoom thing I've done in a long time. I only did like two or three of those Zoom shows. And then I was like, you know, I'll just quit if this is what it is. <laughs> no. I did one. It's I did fine. a few. It I mean, I got yeah. I got blasted the, the few I did, the, like the first couple, because I was like, well, everything's 
I mean, like it was like April or like March last year when it was like we were deep in like, oh, yikes. You know, that was a scary time. But I did a few and it was just right. like, I'd, I'd rather be, I'd rather just be alone and not tell jokes. Yeah, I was just like, I, I think I should just find a new hobby. <laughs> it just feels so corny. <laughs> Especially, yeah, if you do like regular jokes where you're just telling setup punch stuff, it's so corny. Oh, and it's you can smell it. You can smell like when someone's just just going like, yeah. So, anyways, uh, here's the timing punch, and ha, huh? and everyone's just like, ah, you're you're faking it, boo. Yeah, because it's a weird rhythm that you developed to let audiences have time to laugh. But when there's no audience and there's no laughs, there's no reason for the rhythm. <laughs> it's very inorganic. Oh fuck. <laughs> Well, have you gotten to know your your girlfriend really well this quarantine? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, <laughs> a, a few months in, I think we've figured out everything we've ever needed to figure out about each other. <laughs> Seems like you either did that or you perished. Yeah, definitely. Some people split really quick, but every, everyone that didn't, I guess you really now, you know if you like somebody or not now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like we've watched every single thing that's ever came out on television. <laughs> My lady and I watched the shit out of Great British Bake Off. Were we watching Arrested Development? I've also watched all the Great British Bake Off. They don't win anything at the end. They just get that fucking like cake stand or whatever. <laughs> they get a saucer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they all take it so seriously. In America, you have to win like thousands of dollars for people to try hard. Yeah. In Britain, it's just like they just do yeah. it for the love of the in game. In Britain, I I've, I've won friendship and this saucer in America. We're like, where's the money? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I always said that the 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 Great American Bake Off would be just like people just fucking spitting on each other, people tugging hair, throwing plates at each other. We're, we're just animals out here. Yeah, they'd also have to like add some like. Uh, element to it to make it like so you have to like climb up a wall and then bake a cake and then do a zip line you won the technical challenge to... so you get to shove a spoon up someone's ass during this next round or something <laughs> right <laughs> good time watched so much tv that i can't i can't even remember most of the shows i watched like i watched all of the wire and i I can't I watched in like the first few months of quarantine. I can't even tell you what it was about now because it feels like it's been so long. Uh yeah, I've heard the wire is good. I watched the first episode, I was like, I can't get into it. I I I watched all of Game of Thrones. I got so mad at how it ended that I I've I've almost read all the books that are out. Just because I was like, it can't be this bad. <laughs> just because you wanted to feel better. Yeah. Oh, I was like, I can't believe, I can't believe it's that because at the, if you, if anyone's listening, they listen, they've watched the last season of Game of Thrones. There's no spoilers other than that it's dog shit. And the last episode, they just wrap it up like it's like Seinfeld. Like I, I hear a Seinfeld baseline in the last episode where it's like, well, that's it, and fuck you. That's like it was. Was it like nine seasons or something? It was a really long show, right? Eight seasons. Eight years worth of stuff. Yeah. Can you hear me? Hello. God damn it. Yeah, it, it's caught up. When you popped up, it was just like, I see this grizzled man and just <laughs> no, no background. <laughs> oh, you're gone. Can you hear me? Hello? Are you dead? Having some technical difficulties. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> you... Yeah, there's nothing behind me. It doesn't look good. It's the only blank wall in my apartment, though. <laughs> I, I can hear it. Okay. Yes, I, I hear it. Yeah, we're good now. I, I can't wait to get you actually in the studio like i have this whole studio yeah dude, it looks amazing good spot yeah absolutely it's lit up beautifully you got <laughs> sound panels behind you so i'm Damn. sure i sound real good right now yeah you said you do you do sound good yeah you know, like there's some guests i've had on i'm like oh, i probably should have told you to not talk to a to- like just your toilet like you need a machine right yeah you said use a mic and then i then, then I was like, I guess I'll do that. Before I was just going to yell into my laptop like a crazy person, but Mike's a good call. Yeah, it's weird, all the Zoom podcasts, because it, I don't know, it is different. It, the, the rapport is like, it's just a lot slower because you have to just keep waiting for the delay to go back and forth. What, yep. are, your, what are your pods? What kind of pods do you like? Besides my favorite okay podcast? Ringa? Yeah, besides my sh- podcast. 
I listen to your podcast every day. I listen to actually a lot of local <laughs> stuff. Uh, I listen to Sam T and Nathan Lund's Chubby Behemoth. That's a great that one. one's killer. Breaking Down Bits is a good one. Um, Writer's Block with Steve Gillespie and uh, Robert. Real good one, too. The other guy. Yeah, <laughs> the other guy. I forgot his last name. Robert. His name's Robert. <laughs> but um, those... Um, I think if you tell people you listen to Joe Rogan, they think you're uh, an uh, all right fascist. But I listen like to Joe when like there's that's some... just a coincidence. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> you're just an all right fascist. I'm just an all right fascist. Listen to Joe Rogan. No, yeah. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I just like when he had someone on like Bernie Sanders or like that. I'm like, cool. All right, I'm like I'll we'll listen to this for like an hour. That's rad um what you yeah he gets he gets good guests i'll i'll listen to joe rogan when he has a comedian i like Mm -hmm. um i like wtf still i still listen to it um chubby behemoth that's one of my favorites i'm actually a patreon supporter because i can't get enough of that one i think all comics are (laughs) i am too yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's funny they're getting us five dollars at a time baby Mm -hmm. Well, it's fun because uh, you get to hear the dirt, you know, all the dirt when a Patreon. You're like, oh, who's a piece of shit? Oh, boy. Yeah, though, I'll say those guys don't really give a fuck. They'll say whatever they want, even on the, the main ones. Yeah. But the Patreon ones are more fun. I listen to Burt Kreischer's podcast. I think that's fun. I like him. He's a big dummy. He is a big like, dummy, yeah. I like silly, dumb, dumb comedy. Um, I like it, too, because it's just... I feel like way too many people are trying to spin comedy into like, this is truth. Oh yeah. <laughs> like change with things, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you're talking about your dick right now. It's <laughs> this way too seriously. <laughs> We've literally all humped the stool. You know, it's, <laughs> yeah. it is, it is a, it's your parachute. If things are going wrong, I better hump the stool. They're not liking that last one. Some of the local ones too. Yeah, it's uh, Here you go. We're talking over each other. It's hard to because I, I we have this one second delay where it's like, Are you ready? Are you ready? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, no, I just I guess I have nothing to say. I, I fell out of my head. All right, wow, this is uh, the, the sh- I've somehow made this your shortest episode by 50 minutes. Good night, everybody. <laughs> 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 you watch porn? What are you up to? porn uh no i mean the the girlfriend's home so that would be awkward i just appreciated the artistic element of it it's philosophy in its own right (laughs) i'm just appreciating the human body that's all it is (laughs) is it okay to watch porn in front of people if you're drawing it does that make it okay (laughs) (laughs) i can't afford a nude figure drawing class so (laughs) i'm just doing it from yeah from the video I met a guy on this tour I went with with Will Mirzwa through uh we went down through Durango into New Mexico. You you did that place, the the cantina down there. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that was a great show. Uh New Mexico's a trip. You met, you met a porn star. Did you meet a porn star? Yeah, no. Uh <laughs> better. I met a guy <laughs> in Durango and his entire he his the only way he made money was he made erotic wood art of naked ladies and would sell them to local head shops. Man, what a specific skill set. <laughs> 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 it's the only way I can make money. It's the only thing I ever learned how to do. And he's like, you just wood burn. Like, it's not even like you sculpting. He's just wood burning boobs onto wood. And it was like, he's like, check this one out. And it's like, I don't know. Imagine someone who's just like taking a few art classes, but it's just really into boobs uh that's fucking hilarious it was i wish i bought one i really should have got one from him yeah what's the price range on something like that what's the what's his markup <laughs> it's his <laughs> livelihood so <laughs> i don't know so i think... sell three tit sculpture burn things a day yeah. well it depends that's on the wood this is a nice cedar and uh <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I recommend getting a mahogany if you're getting it for somebody for their birthday. <laughs> Man, that guy got to be dead by now. Crazy. I'm surprised he was alive when you met him. <laughs> <laughs> <Me too. laughs> 
Have you met anyone on tour like that? I, I, that's, I think when you actually hit the road and end up in the places that give you a free night to sleep, you meet the creatures. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever met anybody that has burned any nudes. That's pretty unique. Um, I feel like I end up performing for a lot of like truckers and whoever <laughs> hangs out at like VFW halls. <laughs> Dude, right now you're perfect. If you just put like a trucker hat on, you're one of their own oh absolutely i would i would fit in i feel like when they look at me they they feel like i'm their son that they don't talk to or whatever <laughs> yeah, dude <laughs> yeah it is uh, do you do cr- pretty okay in front of crowds that are like a little more uh blue collar yeah ab- absolutely they yeah. like me a lot but i mean i grew up in iowa so i like grew up around those people so it's not weird for me yeah i feel like some people have like never grown up around people like that they'll see them in a live like show or an area where they're like, I don't even know how to talk to these people. Yeah, absolutely. I do know how to talk to them. I'm not proud about it, but, <laughs> but I, I know how to talk to them. Boy. Hey, yeah, boy. Sometimes, sometimes I'll do too well. And you know, like a guy, like a biker guy with a Confederate flag on his like vest will come up and be like, great job, brother. And you're like, I don't know. Maybe yeah. I should quit. Yeah, you just walk in on the first thing you say at the show, like, oh, I got to tell you what, no one's tread on me today. <laughs> <laughs> I do love the idea of conservative pandering. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Where sure did you all leave your masks at home? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Conservative pandering. I've, I, you know, you hear a lot of like left pandering, but I would love to hear some conservative pandering. That's funny. Yeah, there's not a lot of conservative centric comedy shows. You gen- those guys don't have a lot to laugh at. I don't think. Yeah, <laughs> even it's, it's, in like conservative states, the most of the comics are pretty liberal. Yeah, I, that is interesting because there's like I think there's probably a handful of cons- like conservative ish comics, but you never see someone who's like. You remember John Toll? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was so funny. Uh, for people who don't know, John Toll was a headliner with comedy work. He had like, he had like a, like he was selling to like shows, headlining comedy works for a little bit. Yeah. He would also do family friendly shows where you could bring your kid. Yeah. Which is bizarre when you hear him talk in person. Yeah. I remember the first yeah. time I met him. He was just kind of like he looked at me, and he like he crushed. I mean, he like, let's let's like he's a crazy person, but he he crushed the show. But like he, I remember just talking with him after a show, and he was just like, you know, we're all in a simulation, right? And I was like, all right, dude. <laughs> Absolutely, he's one of those people that I've had a conversation with, and he said a bunch of words in a row, and I just didn't understand anything that he meant by them. <laughs> But you're still like trying to be nice because he's a headliner and like it's common courtesy to be like, oh, hey, I really like, uh, I don't know, I'm young, just getting in there. But like when you hear him talk, I was just like, I don't know if this is the kind of, you know, inspiration I should be following. Absolutely. I think a certain thing happens to some road comics where they spend too much time on YouTube all day. You just have too many hours to kill. And yeah, too many cargo, not enough cargo shorts for the road. (laughs) <laughs> right you got too many things for your pockets <laughs> i remember i was i was like i was actually on like i was in canada like doing a, a couple shows i remember looking on my facebook because i got wi-fi and uh a facebook live of john toll popped up i'm like oh what's john up to and this is like right, right when i first met him and he's just like god believes in the, in the simulation um if you believe in God, I was just like, <laughs> like, oh, they're gonna plug some dates, dude. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, be at the Omaha Funny Bone on the seventh, eighth, and ninth. <laughs> Wherever your simulation is. Yeah. yeah. I love that God believes in the simulation because I would think God created the simulation, but I mean, what do I know? <laughs> I also have heard that guy like just microdoses mushrooms 100 percent of the time, though. So I, if you consider that, it all adds up. Maybe I should stop doing something then. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's there. Yeah, you were All just right. glitching out for a second. Yeah, I didn't know if it was that, if you were glitching out or if it was the mushrooms. 
this whole this whole zoom this was honest hilarious this is hilarious because i'll say something and then i'll just see like silence from you because the what i said hasn't come yet and i'm like did i just say something really offensive to ed (laughs) 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 yep bombing on a delay is even worse than regular bombing (laughs) because then it's suspense that you did good oh (laughs) you have time to doubt yourself yeah (laughs) Do you miss bombing? I do. I had a dream that I was bombing at Voodoo and Ben Bryant was still hosting and I woke up and I was, I woke up happy. So I do miss bombing. That's weird. That is weird. There's something delightfully yeah. hilarious about bombing sometimes. Absolutely. Even in my dream, I had to go up late. So it was, <laughs> and I still missed that. <laughs> Dude, I've done it. I've done a few of those late Voodoo spots where you're like, well, it's just me and that dead guy in the corner. This will be fun. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. They're like cleaning up beer cans as you're going up. <laughs> Fucking right. What got you into comedy, dude? Um, I worked at a call center with Preston Tompkins, and he invited me to a comedy show. So I went and I saw it, and I guess I thought I could do that. <laughs> And so guess I what? Doing it, you can. I, yeah, I was correct. I guess yeah. <laughs> anybody could do it. What was your first bomb? My first bomb was probably the second time I ever went up. I feel like everybody has a good first time, and that's probably mm-hmm. why they did it again. Um, but the first like ten times I went up, I went up at Voodoo because it was the only place I knew to go up, really. Right. And the first time I did really well, but I also did this weird open mic where you like got your name pulled out of a bucket. So I went in between like two magicians. So <laughs> the bar was really low. <laughs> and then I went back and it was like an all comedy open mic. And I had to go after somebody who had like jokes and I just ate it hard. Fuck. I had the same thing where I like, I went the first time I was like, wow, that was a lot of fun. I did really well. Let me just, I'll just do it again. And then you go on stage the second time and you just have all that confidence. And they just smell it on you. And it, oh, oh, yeah. You just flounder. What, what, Mike, did you do for your first one? Uh, formerly known as Hody's, now the Comedy Fort, um, was my first open mic. And I okay, did, that's a really good first one. Yeah. And I did, I, I did it weird because I did it, I did like one or two or three. And then I just shied away from it for, for like almost a year. And then I started doing it again in Boulder. So like I did stand up. That's what I ate shit so hard I quit, and then I got back into it. <laughs> yeah, I feel like a, a lot of people do that. Usually they don't come back though, but that's cool. Yeah, came back. I used to go up one, once a week at Voodoo until it was when Nikolai Roscoe was hosting, and I would only go up there until he told me you have to go up somewhere else. Like this, <laughs> I'm sick of watching you every week. Go <laughs> start going to more mics. <laughs> Well, you don't even know that. But I thing. didn't know. I, th- I was like, I only have, you know, a few, few jokes. Yeah. I didn't even yeah. know you're supposed to go up all the time. Because I didn't want to do the same jokes all the time. But then I realized that's literally what everybody is doing. Yeah. There's a, there's a thin veil in comedy world. I mean, some people never even write a new one. Yeah, that's weird. When, you, when I see someone who's been doing it for 20 years, <laughs> like, yeah, I've been doing comedy for 20 years. How many minutes have you written? Five. Yeah, it's always odd. I feel like every open mic has one of those guys, and he only goes to that open mic. Like every open mic has their one crazy guy that's been doing mm-hmm. it for 20, 20 years. Which I'm fine with that because it's like, hey, that's a patron of the establishment. And, you know, not everyone's going to be like the Dave Chappelle of comedy and have all these great bits. If you want to just ride that pony every once in a while, cool. Absolutely. But I always wonder if that guy still thinks like, this is going to be my week, baby. This is, <laughs> this is the time this five minutes takes off. <laughs> yeah. Like back when that was a thing in like the eighties, where if you just did a five minute set and like a executive saw you like, would you like a TV show kid? Click sign here. Like. Absolutely. I'm still waiting for my sitcom. <laughs> would you do a sitcom with Drew Carey? Absolutely. Is it the Drew Carey show or is it my sitcom? <laughs> <laughs> It's the Ed Ed Bell, Edward Bell, <laughs> Carrie, Carrie show. Oh, absolutely. Where Drew Carey's my dad. I would love it. Sure. Is that what, is that the, the angle we'd have? Or he'd be like your, 
dog. He just voices the dog. <laughs> I want him to still be working days at the Price is Right. So the sitcom is just Drew Carey in his off time. <laughs> yeah, it's actually just Drew Carey. <laughs> Did you ever watch Whose Line Is It Anyway? Absolutely. Yeah. And it makes you think improv is the most amazing thing in the world. Yeah. And, and improv can be really fun. But then they, they the magic of that show is they cut the hours of bad improv. Yeah, happened. I heard they re- they record for hours. Yeah. Um, and that all the suggestions are actually pre-written by writers. Really? <laughs> yeah. So when he's like taking a suggestion from the audience, he's just pretending to listen and then he just reads what's ever on the card. Oh my God. I felt cheated. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. What about scenes from a hat? I only know that the scenes from a hat. I, I feel like the writers still wrote that. I, I only know that because I feel like I did a show one time where somebody's credit was writer for whose line is it anyway? And I was like, wait a minute. Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> like find out Bro, santa's not real show? yeah the other thing is like those guys are literally the best improvisers in the whole world so when you go see just like lower tier improv you will be disappointed yeah 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 the best improvisers i've ever seen live are like people who are in like parks and rec and stuff like that like people who are like the comedic actors for the big sitcoms all started improv too yeah, like uh, I hear that guy Oscar from The Office is like one of the best improvisers of all time. That mm-hmm. yeah, makes sense. There's a lot of people too. Like, can you imagine seeing at Second City, um, Steve Carell with John? St- no, not John Stewart. Um, what Stephen Colbert? They're yeah. all like the same crew. That'd be crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. That's so crazy to think about. It's also wild that all those guys were at the same place at the same time. Seems like that the world of comedy was a lot smaller back then. Where it's just like, oh, you've done it before? Come on in. That's true. That makes sense. But I think they were around at the same time. Like, uh, what's the manager from Curb Your Enthusiasm? Jeff Garland? Larry David? Uh, the manager. Oh. Not Larry David. Yeah, that guy. But yeah, like a bunch of now famous comedians. They all were just hanging out together in their 20s doing improv shows. <laughs> Would you rather bomb in an improv show or bomb in a stand-up show? Oh, bomb and a stand-up show. Absolutely. I agree. I agree. Absolutely. Why do, you, bomb. why do you say that? Uh, well, stand-up, I'm only bringing myself down. I can take it. <laughs> <laughs> <I know. laughs> I'm not ruining six other people's nights. <laughs> you just feel so bad for them, too. They haven't had that level of rejection before. Oh, I've, I mean, I've, I've had a few because I used to do improv and there's a few nights where I, I'm just driving home and I was just like, fuck, damn it. That was bad. That's not good. Yeah. Yeah. I tried to do improv a little bit before I did stand up and it's just so hard working on a team, especially in, in Denver, because it's not really an improv town. So you just get like the most random assortment of people oh. on your team. Yeah. You got somebody who wants to be on SNL and you got Susie, who's a widow recently. It was just like, <laughs> Were you on my improv team? <laughs> <laughs> just like, I'm just clutching to life. It's like, all right, well, be funny. Let's go. Yeah. I had a lot of people over 50 years old on my team. And they, I mean, they were cool and everything. and But it was just, we were not clicking on the same. You don't yeah, say. <laughs> they're, yeah. trying, they're trying to do boogie night <laughs> shit. Like. <laughs> There was a lot of Asian voices that I did not participate in. I'll say, dude, <laughs> dude, oh, yeah. oh, I, there, I, fuck. There was a night I used to host this thing called the Improv <laughs> Games, and it was just basically like a, you know, this improv team versus this improv team doing like, whose line is anyway kind of show kind of thing, but like, the audience gets to pick a winner, and I watched this kid. There's this this crew. There's a team from. Uh, What's that school of mines, you know? Mm-hmm. And they're that's a that's an engineering school with an improv team. And they were not very <laughs> <laughs> they were not that good. They should have stuck to numbers because the show they packed the house with their own crew. It's like a bringer show, but they brought like 60 people from their university. And this kid, this kid gets this scene and he plays an age like a, just an old Asian man and does, I mean, just 
picture pick just you, with your head <laughs> every, every racial stereotype <laughs> like yeah oh me so horny kind of stuff you know and but you know with the words and it was just like i was just watching the whole thing with just like ah! and it's just dead silence and then they won anyway because they brought more people yeah it's way worse when that stuff murders it's true Absolutely. i've I, <laughs> I've been in a scenario with yeah somebody in my improv group was doing a similar thing and like all their friends from church were there and they loved it. Whoa, church really? Church Asian voices, yeah. Asian yeah. voice kills in church. It, was not, it wasn't an Asian church, believe it or not. Yes. <laughs> That'll yeah. be good to know for a private gig, though. Just in case. <laughs> <laughs> you just start bombing in front of a church. You go into yeah. Asian voice. <laughs> so anyway. Uh... <laughs> hit a gong yeah that's not good <laughs> i do a love it when racism. someone who's not white does a white voice though it is kind of funny actually that's like dave Chappelle doing the 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 news anchor is Absolutely. so good yeah yeah i feel like white voice is okay i think we're okay with yeah. that i mean there's certain ones you can get away with like you could do like a british voice or like a Oh, French yeah. accent. People don't really care that much. I think the rule is just you have to pick your, you have to stay in your lane for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. That makes right. sense. Yeah. Like Australia. And that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> Australia. That's the funnest Ireland, one. Maybe. Yeah. I guess there's those cute, like Swedish ones where it's like, I think that's the first time I've ever heard a Swedish accent. <laughs> your, do you have any accents you can do? <laughs> Absolutely not. No? <laughs> no, no, not at all. Try a Scottish uh, one right now. Let's do it. Scottish. Uh, top of the morning to you. <laughs> you sound like you're from Brooklyn. <laughs> top of the morning. <laughs> Yeah, so anyways, top of the morning to you. Yeah, parking the car. <laughs> Shiny shoes, company. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's okay if you do an accent as long as it's completely incorrect. I think that's a good move, too. <laughs> Not delivering on anything is pretty funny. Yeah, I don't, I don't do voices. I mainly just... I barely do me, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I get that. I like, I mean, personally, I love, I mean, more and more nowadays, I love comedy that is just stupid and silly. Yeah, definitely. I think that's going to be the way things go after all this, because people aren't going to want any amount of serious anything. Yeah. Yeah. It's been too serious. I think people are going to be over politics. Uh, the first person that does a COVID joke after... Uh, on the first open mic, it's probably going to get tarred and feathered. That's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> people are going to be over it. Oh man! I mean, I have a few jokes about just the idea that COVID the thing now in our culture, but I'm not going to be like doing things where it's like, uh, so yeah, this, uh, so a bat and a COVID walk into a bar, like bullshit. Oh, either that joke bombs so fucking hard, or you're just pissed, or you're frozen. <laughs> yeah, you're frozen I, for like for like ten seconds. I think people ten seconds. Okay, I can still see you. Okay. That makes it even better. <laughs> the horror hitting your face. I'm just like scared. <laughs> yeah, I think COVID might not be a thing after like a month after they cure it. I think people might just let it go everyone's vaccinated or everyone got sick or whichever one happens first i don't know which one will happen first but yeah i, th I think people might just forget about it now, i think eventually there's just going to be a point i mean if it, it, it definitely 2022 most of the country is going to go like i don't give a shit <laughs> like no more Absolutely. rules <laughs> like, no I'm from Iowa, and in Iowa, they actually just got rid of all the rules. They they just declared sense. COVID over. Right no, on. No masks anymore. You could you could have a, a show if you want. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't matter anymore there. 
Yeah, I had a I had a coworker who was from Iowa, and he was just he had he had I, I don't know if there's there's an Iowan accent where it's like I'm from Iowa. I was born in Iowa. Like it's got a weird. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Iowa. We have nothing. We don't. Every time we I'd buy a burrito every day, and I swear he just forgets that I, I I'm like talking to him. I, I'm talking to him every day, and he's like, "Oh, burritos, huh? We don't have anything like that in Iowa. Not enough ice." <laughs> I'm like, all right, buddy. It's... <laughs> He's not wrong. We there's no burritos in Iowa. No. <laughs> <laughs> they get. I think of the theory they all get eaten on the way up from <laughs> from the the southern yeah. states. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, they're not the the food in Iowa is pretty bad. They get it excited seems... about uh, pork tenderloins there. That's when you know the food's bad. Ooh, yeah. Nice green beans. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. C- canned well, food. Most... Yep, canned food. Anything you'd eat at a state fair, people love in Iowa. Man, have you ever watched Guy Fieri? Oh, I'm a big, big fan. Big fan. <laughs> I love someone cut a video. Have you seen the super cut of someone cut Johnny Cash's hurt to Guy Fieri oh, yeah. eating? <laughs> Just eating Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> i hurt myself today and he's just like eating like a hot dog <laughs> yeah that show is taking a toll on his body man all the food he's eating all the time his arteries have to yeah. just be shot his arteries are out of bounds man anything you want to say to your fans uh the fans all the people all the all the gaston heads what are your what are your fans what do you call them the goofers uh stupid fox no i don't know the, <laughs> the, the goofers i don't know i don't i think they'll tell me what they are one day i'm i think goofballs makes sense yeah it does make sense I, goofball i'm, I'm, a I'm goof. embarrassed i didn't think of that a goofer <laughs> a goofer sounds like a boofer but you know i i feel like there's a venn diagram of people that boof and listen to your podcast <laughs> oh yeah for sure hey, you know what's weird dude before we go <laughs> <laughs> speaking of boofing <laughs> i i've been getting a lot of people i know in the real world and i you know i have a girlfriend you have the same girlfriend uh i've met a lot of people in the real world who are like like hitting me up to join their only fans and it's like i know your boyfriend you know my st- girlfriend i'm not just gonna look at i'm not gonna pay to look at your nudies yeah, it's a it's an odd thing. I go back and forth. Part of me thinks it's more ethical. It's a more ethical porn consumption. And then mm. part of me also think it thinks it's probably weird to only be jacking it to one person. <laughs> <laughs> and that other person you know a lot about. Yeah, the, you're like friends with to be mon- monogamous with porn. That's yeah, and, yeah, that's odd. And hey, I'm sex positive, but uh <laughs> i can't enjoy your content absolutely without feeling like i'm like oh yeah i don't want any of my friends knowing when i'm jacking off so <laughs> probably skip out on the only fans if <laughs> you gotten hit up by anyone like hey hey man love your comedy do you want to subscribe to my arse <laughs> i've not no no one's no one's asked me specifically to jack it to their arse but <laughs> Now I'm kind of offended <laughs> knowing that that people are reaching out on an individual basis. Yeah, maybe that's just an isolated incident for me up north. Yeah, maybe you guys are just more kind up north. I don't know. Okay, great show. If you want to subscribe to my arcs, would you start one? Would you start an OnlyFans? I don't think my ass is gonna get many fans. I don't. I don't think I'm gonna get the five dollars a no. month. <laughs> you definitely would. Do you have shoulder hair? No, actually, it's very strange. The rest of my body is fairly hairless. I have chest hair, <laughs> but I don't have leg hair. <laughs> he is risen, dude. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's very weird. It's all just out of my face. You could wear a toga and walk around downtown, and some people are like take a second look oh absolutely i think i could get a, a certain following probably not the following i want but i could get i get some people <laughs> anything else i want to say yeah go to my only fans uh, <laughs> <laughs> see pictures of my feet those hairy 
no, not really. Uh, yeah. A little bit on the toes, but I don't have any hair on my lower legs, so it would be weird if, if I had hair on my feet. <laughs> Just skips. <laughs> Just hobbit feet. Um, yeah, I should probably plug something for real, though. Um, my podcast, OK Ringo, you can find that where the podcasts are. And when the world's not on fire, I, I do run shows sometimes. So you can find that at okringo.com. I list all the shows there, different breweries around Denver. Hopefully those will start up maybe at the end of this year. Who knows? Edward Bell, good night.